so to honor our God and our King. And so we're going to be in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5, and I'm going to read verses 18, 19, and 20. Verse 18. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal to us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. So let me pray, and then I'll ask Soreen to come up. Father, Father, I thank you for this opportunity that we come together uh, to listen to your word, your fully inspired, authoritative word that you have given to us by your grace, that we would understand who you are that we would understand what you have done uh, through your son, Jesus Christ, by providing salvation for us, that we would understand who we are uh, because of our faith in you, and that we would understand how we live. And so, God, I pray that now as Serene comes up and, and, and shares just the truth of this word with us, that, God, your, your spirit would work in him and through him and through your word, that we would grow in our understanding and our faith today, and that today we collectively, because of the power of your word and your spirit, would understand that we are ambassadors for you and that we are called, we are given the gift, uh, the joy of going out and sharing the good news of your son, Jesus. And so, uh, God, strengthen us today. In your wonderful name, Jesus, amen. Testing. I, I don't want to be too loud. <laughs> I don't want to scare anyone <laughs> this morning. Good morning, everybody. It is so good to be here. I think uh, we've uh, enjoyed um, a lot, you know, last, um, last night just having a great conversation. Not, not only just me talking, but do the talking, but just to interact and just to have questions and just to, just to you know, Pull your heart, your heart out, and just try to understand more what it means to to live the gospel, what it means to be different, what it means to to just uh, go and share the gospel, and like I said, not just being those like those people Christians oversaved, but like so extremely spiritual, so, you know, they 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 don't even talk normal. <laughs> so um, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I just pray, God, you would just uh, pray just like me, you know, very simple. God, just speak to my heart, you know. Just, God, I want to hear you. Let me tell you this. Every time you open the God's Word and you have that kind of heart, remember one thing. This is the only book you open it and the altar just comes in and talks to you. Just like that. But... I better listen. I I want to I want to I want to be open to listen. Okay, so last night I sh I said it, uh, lots of things about me. Uh, today I'm going to preach. <laughs> it's going to take us a long time if I'm going to just tell again, you know, the story. But I'm going to share some of the things, you know, just a few of them. 
But let's just go through God's word right now, okay? And uh, we're going to talk about the ministry of the reconciliation, okay? And uh, that we are his voice. You know, one really exciting thing is that we have a personal relationship with God. And that's because, and that's a blessing from heaven, okay? Uh, Now I'm saved by faith and faith alone, right? I'm uh, justified by the sacrifice of Christ. I'm uh, at the cross. I'm saved by His grace. Um, You know, now I'm reconciled with God. Now we live in peace with God. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Come on, say amen. Isn't that amazing? It is. Since the day number one, I received Jesus into my heart, I have real peace. Not just, calm down, man. (laughs) I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real peace. You know, um, no no matter what are the circumstances, I have God's peace into my heart. No matter what. And I just feel so secure and confident that Jesus, He's into my heart, you know. And the Holy Spirit is that warranty. So, wow, this is so powerful. I'm so thankful. And, and, and we come to church and we worship God and we sing about it. And uh, this is really exciting, okay. Now, the challenge is, do I keep it for myself only? Or do I take the next step and I want to be part of Because, you know, uh, when you got the gospel, it didn't come as a plane, you know, as flying. It's like, oh, flying over my head. And it's like, ooh, gospel came over serene. <laughs> and I was just reading a piece of paper in the air like gospel. Okay, no, it wasn't like that. Someone talked to me. Someone shared with me. In a very simple but powerful way. And I recognized that I was, I knew that I'm, I was a sinner. Uh, in about a few minutes. I just knew. I, I knew, I said last night, I knew that I was going straight to hell. And I started to be afraid. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, this is real. God is real. And I believe it. And he will not allow, not even one mistake or sin, you know, into his uh, uh, kingdom. So I accepted the Lord into my heart. So we are God's voice in this world. Hudson Taylor said one time, I think you, well, we may all heard about Hudson Taylor, a great missionary uh, to China, okay? And I don't know if you, re- if you, if you read about it or not, but but he's been uh, going for, he's been, he lived there for a good numbers of years without having lots of fruits, uh, not having lots of fruits. It's like it was just praying and, you know, get to know and try to find a way. And it was not that easy. And many missionaries, they go to some Muslim places where, you know, you can't say, uh, I'm a Christian. If you say that, <laughs> you're out. <laughs> Right, right there. So he said this. I used to ask God to help me. Okay, that's that's what Hudson Taylor said. Uh, then I asked if I may help him. I ended up by asking him to do his work through me. 
his final conclusion was, God, I'm here, use me. I want to be your instrument, okay? I'm going to, let's look at this text, but before we're going to just look at uh, verse 18, I want, to, I want to just go back a little bit at verse uh, 14. So we're in 2 Corinthians um, chapter 5, verse 14. So it says this, For Christ's love compels us because we are convicted that one died for all and, and therefore all died. And now, okay, listen up. And he died for all that those who lived should not longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So here's the greatest call, okay, that God's, God has for someone that is saved. He already has a personal relationship with God. It's now I'm calling you to live for me, for my glory. Okay? Now, it says here, no longer live for themselves. What the most people do, they live for themselves. What the most Christians do, they live for themselves. When do you totally make a difference and be a great testimony and a great light shining, a great light shining for God? When you decide to not live anymore for yourself. When you say, I give myself to God. I'm talking about Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I'm giving myself to God as a presentation, as a living sacrifice. I'm giving myself to God, even my plans. And you know, I used to have Really cool plans, okay? And you're going to be shocked right now, but I even, I, I, I've been even in a movie. Can you believe it? I know you're shocked. <laughs> the, the movie is called A Simple Soldier. It's a production of French, Romanian production. That was when I was uh, almost 18 years old. And they would pay me a couple uh, hundred dollars an hour. Per hour, <laughs> okay? You feel... Great, you feel famous, you feel like the world is yours, you know. The only reason I got to be there is because they were looking for a kind of profile, you know, person. So I have, a, I know some people, they work, you know, near them. So, so they were those people, those, those big, you know, uh, making movies. And he was looking for someone like me. So they, they got me. They just, just came, for, they came for me at home. It's like saying, you're the guy we're looking for. We want you to play in a movie. And I said, wow, that sounds really good. <laughs> when I found out what money, you know, about the money, I was shocked. How can you make a couple hundred dollars just in one hour? So you can imagine <laughs> if, you're there, if you're there all day. But what I want to say with this is that I got a little bit of the taste you know, it's like, how is it to be, to feel famous? How is it to get to know Nicolas Cage, okay? How is it to, to get to know Arnold? <laughs> so all those Hollywood, you know, huge kind of images, they, they go to Transylvania, where I live. They go and they make movies over there. So please remember what I said now, because I'm going to relate this with being an ambassador, okay? You, we should all feel important before God, okay? Sometimes we, 
achieve some kind of position or even been in a movie, but, and you feel like, great, awesome. But do you feel great, awesome for God? That's, that's a question. Let me tell you this. A lot of Christians, they feel like low, <laughs> low self-esteem. Kind of low, always struggling with life, and I don't worth much. And that's pretty bad, because that's not how God see, sees us, okay? So, let's go, let's go here at this verse uh, 15. It says, so no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them. So, there's no way for me to pay back. There's no way for me to kind of uh, satisfy uh, God's gift. There's no way. Th that's what gets me on fire. And it really makes me be excited. But because there, I, will, I will never be able to pay back. But let me tell you something. There is something that really pays back. And that's I give myself to God. I present myself as a living sacrifice. I want to be different. I want to do something that really had, has a great meaning in life. Not just being a Christian. That's why I like to say there are Christians, they have a personal relationship with God. But then you have Christians, they have a personal, personal and a closer relationship with God. They know God. Because they know God, they are excited. You know, They are motivated. And then you have people, they, have, they are constant with God. You know? I'm talking about life experience, ministry experience. They get involved. They don't want to just, uh, just, uh, just stay there, right? With this in mind, first thing, verse 18. God gave us the ministry of the reconciliation. Okay? God gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, before that, He recon reconciled us with Himself. Okay, he saved us. Okay, now we have peace with God. So we're just going to go to Romans 5, chap uh, 5, chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified, justified through faith, you have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Real peace. You know, we were enemies with God and now we have peace. Verse uh, 10. Uh, chapter 5, Romans chapter 5, verse 10. For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled with Him through the death of Christ, um, uh, His Son. Now, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through His life? Not only is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. So, First, He reconciled us with Him. And He gave us this great opportunity. Okay? This great opportunity is it's a great responsibility. And let me tell you this. Not everybody uh, take this. Not everybody. I would dare to say maybe a very low percentage. If all Christians that we have a personal relationship with God... We would take this and we would say, no, this ministry, it's God gave me this ministry also. Not only the pastors or missionaries or leaders, you know, but He gave this ministry to each one of us. 
if, if I understand that, then I'm ready to understand that the reconcil re reconciliation is the heart of the gospel. That's the heart. That's the heart of the gospel. So I'm just going to go to uh, Col Colossi Col Col um, Colossians, okay? Chapter 1. I'm sorry, my English is not perfect, but uh, let's read from chapter 1 from, uh, in verse 21, okay? Chapter 1, verse 21. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your mind because, because of your evil behavior, okay? But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish, blemish and free from accusation. And free from accusation. You see, when we understand that God gave us, okay, this ministry, it's we become great instruments in God's hands. Uh, it really doesn't matter if you're really professional to talk. If you're, it really doesn't matter if you're extremely prepared. It really doesn't matter if you know a lot of Bible verses. Of course, we always have to be encouraged to learn God's Word. That's really important, okay? But the most important thing is to want to be part, to say, thank you, God. This, I want to be part of this. I mean, in a decision, because I can kind of sit and say, okay, I'm, I'm not that gifted. I'm, I'm not that excited. Maybe I'm not the right person. Maybe I don't know how to talk. I, actually, I've never talked to someone. Uh, you know, we may think about a lot of things, but I challenge you to think about how God can also use you for His glory. Just look. Just give God a chance. Just say, God, I pray to you. Just, just lead my heart and just help me to, to share the gospel with someone. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Okay? Um, never under, underestimate the power of the gospel. Never. I'm going to tell you a story. I was in Romania at the Black Sea. Uh, serving with the church, helping a friend. with uh, He was doing ministry um, to the villages around. And many times I was preaching in his church. Uh, that, that would be near the Black Sea, uh, Constanza, Navodar area. Um, and, and one day, we were having, before church, uh, a Colombian guy just comes in, walking, and he was trying to ask someone in English. Uh, uh, and... Um, and one of my friends from, from the church, he said, Oh, you speak Spanish? You need to talk to that guy over there. He was referring to me. <laughs> he comes to me and he says, um, Excuse me, um, I, I'm looking for the Lord. I want to get to know the Lord. <laughs> Just like that. And I'm like, Oh, that's exciting. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, we didn't have the chance because the service started and we, didn't have, we, we couldn't talk much then. But when he came next time, he shared with me a, a, a very powerful history, okay? He said he was walking with his wife, um, you know, in the neighborhood, and, and with their little um, uh, girl. And all of a sudden, he just fell down on his knees, and he prayed to receive Jesus. Now, let me, let me give you some background. This guy, his name is Danny Maso. He's a professional singer. He, 
he was he used to open um, uh, Shakira's uh, concerts. He was kind of going first. Okay, so he was pretty pretty famous in Colombia, but then he got to the point where he realized that he needs so much Jesus. <laughs> and here's here's my point. He knew the gospel. Okay, he has some relative families, someone pastors faster around, so he. He had the gospel in his mind and in his heart, okay? When the, the time came and he opened his heart, right? He really started to repent for real. He just, he just fell on his, in his knees publicly. I mean, I mean, they were just walking and he, and he just fell on his knees and he said, Jesus, I need you like, I need you as my savior. I, I just need you. Please forgive me. Come into my life, just change me. I, I can't just go, I can't just live anymore like this. I just can't. His wife, um, Russian Orthodox, she was like, what is wrong with you? She got really scared and pissed off right there. That was the first moment when she got really mad. She's, she was like, panic. What is going on here? And this guy, Lord, I just can't fight. I, I receive you. I, I, I want your forgiveness. And he comes to me and he's telling me this story. Why do we, what I'm trying to say through this story is that the power of the gospel. You see, he knew the gospel. Uh, when he felt convicted by the Holy Spirit and he started to repent, the Holy Spirit just, oops, boom. <laughs> just, just crush his heart. Just conquer his heart. Okay? That's, that is so exciting. I started to disciple this guy already for two years. And, 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 and he led his wife to Christ. Now she's a believer. And he's discipling his wife. <laughs> and uh, he's an incredibly good singer. But he wants to change now to be a worship pastor. But, you know, he has to get some theological basic, you know, um, uh, knowledge and preparation. He has to grow a little more, but he wants to serve in ministry 100%. That's the power of the gospel. That's, that's the power of the gospel. The guy knew, and uh, when, when the moment came, he repented himself and opened his heart to, the, to what he knew, okay? And God just saved him. It's just unbelievable. Even this morning, he wrote to me to ask me a question about discipleship with his wife. <laughs> you know, about kids going to heaven. <laughs> very, very impressive, very awesome. Second, not only he gave us the ministry of the re reconciliation, but second, he entrusted us, okay? We have some uh, tools. Uh, he entrusted us the word of the reconciliation. Verse 9, verse 19. Verse 19, okay? Uh, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's uh, sin against them. And, and he has committed us with the message of the reconciliation. Uh, it is the message from, the, from God's word. It, it, is, it is the mes message of the gospel. It is... 
think about think about Romans 10 17 okay let's just go there Roman very simple verse Bible verse but let me tell you something um, uh, many times many times we we may be very easy confused because uh, we may believe that uh, I have faith okay a lot of people they say I have faith but but um, but Jacob in the Bible even even Jacob says that if, even demons they have faith okay and they're terrible scared <laughs> uh, so what okay people come up and they say I have faith well the real faith is not from us the what what is the real faith okay Romans Romans 10 uh, 17 consequently faith comes from hearing the message and the message it's heard through the word of Christ the true faith okay true faith comes through the message of the Christ not just because I'm a smart guy <laughs> no a lot of people they and I talk to a lot of religious and they say I have faith no I believe the same the same as you but they have no idea about real life they don't have real life and uh, it's just religion it's just you know they they live their lives but they go to church sometimes you know but there's no real life and there's there's no real transformation because the real transformation starts with true faith real faith that is not coming from us okay it's coming from God okay it says it and, and when we do evangelism when we talk to people we just have to believe God's Word it's simple but powerful it's not easy to believe okay it's not easy to believe um, I have a great relationship with my son with my daughter and sometimes we go outdoor and I'm a little more crazy I go up in the trees <laughs> I, I mean it. I have some records going up in the trees. Going up, crazy people. But that's one thing I love to do. It's like going up in the trees. <laughs> I don't do it that much, but I have some records. You won't believe it. It's just, I won't do it again, some of the. And sometimes we challenge, and I challenge, and I challenge my, just to, to believe in, you know. Uh, and I talked to Matthias, and I said, do you believe I can do this? And sometimes they would say, no, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, there's no way. No, you can't do this. So anyways, I have to, I have to show my little guy <laughs> that I'm still able, <laughs> that I can do what I say. And sometimes I took the challenge and I did something a little more crazy. I don't do it every day. Don't, don't, don't think about it. I'm crazy. I don't want to die. I'm okay. I want to leave. <laughs> but I always try to um, have more much much more confidence trust with my son I want him to always believe that dad is gonna be there and dad will do anything you know anything possible for them okay so I want them to believe that not just okay dad is providing dad is uh, buying me stuff hey uh, give me 20 bucks no that's not some some kids they are happy with 20 bucks well 20 bucks sounds pretty good <laughs> but I love that relationship when they believe you, okay? When, 
when, when they know, you know what? I, I know my dad can do this. Yeah, I know my dad, he, he's, he's going to be there. Okay, I know he's going to be there. Uh, so, it's the same with God. You just, you just, you just consequently, you know, you believe God and you give the message and you just wait for the results. Okay? You just wait for what God is going to do. What happened with uh, Danny Maso? Well, it came the time where he opened his heart for real. What happened? It was powerful. It was, it was just powerful. Okay? I'm going to give you the second example from Romania. Here's, here's another example. But this time, it's not about being saved. It's about discipleship. Okay? Let's talk a, just a little bit about through faith that uh, comes you know, through the Word of God. And once someone is saved, well, we got to do some discipleship with them. Help them grow and help them really uh, get going. Excited for the Lord. So, here's this guy, uh, Christian Tataru. Christian Tataru, that's his name. Okay? He was saved, but he was coming from a very depressing background. And uh, he was suffering with some illness and very depressing. You would see this guy, and you would, and you would like, oh, I'm not going to talk to this guy. It's like, you know, very shut down, like silent and no talking. You would pull out a word, I don't know how, just maybe trying to like, oh, say something, brother. No, he was like, hello, how are you? I'm fine. That's, that was Christy, okay? Um. I don't know how, but he got into one organization and tried to kind of serve the Lord. Okay, he was he was almost finishing his university, uh, and uh, he ended up being totally depressed. I met him, and uh, and I said, "This is this is going to be an opportunity. There's only one thing that I kind of." Uh, see beyond everything, beyond all that depression. And, you know, he was extremely smart. He, he is extremely smart. Extremely. I'm telling you, I'm not lying. Okay? Extremely intelligent. Extremely. Remember this word, extremely. <laughs> so, I discipled him for two years and a half, and he started to, go, to get out from the, his depression. And let me tell you this, it was the true faith that he started to kind of uh, develop, kind of leave, okay? He had, he was saved, but now he needed to believe God. He needed to kind of, you know, God is with me. God saved me. God is, he gave me a new life. I'm a new person in Christ. I, I, I got to get out of this kind of, you know, depression. Within less than three years, okay, he started, uh, he finished his university, and he started to be a manager with, some, with a few companies, just administrating their money. He got to the point that he got to administrate uh, 12 companies. He was just one person administrating 12 companies' money. I'm, not, I'm serious. I'm serious. I have no idea how, how he did that. Extremely intelligent, okay? Uh, I always told him, you have to use what God gave you. 
and God made him very intelligent. He was not a kind of going, you know, share. But many times he went with me to share the gospel. You know what? Different people, they accepted the Lord through him. This guy that it was impossible to say something. And now he was just kind of in a very low kind of level. You know, I want to say something. But he was, he was excited in his level, you know, like, like, hi, how you doing? Like, I want to tell you about Jesus. And people will listen. And, and the power of the gospel is the same. <laughs> not because I'm a little loud, I'm better. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's because of the gospel. So he ended up, there's a big company, uh, uh, KMG, I think. They, they work in 80 countries, and they do big financial administration stuff for the biggest company in Europe. There were 120 people uh, applying for that job, uh, and he said to me, Sorin, what do you think? Should I apply for <laughs> one of those? And I said, yes! <laughs> you just got to go for that, man. You have, I'm telling you, you're going to be one of the first. And he was like, nah, it's too much. It is too much. Come on, that's not real. And I said to him, well, you, you started to support missionaries not having a lot of money. And then you... You went for a little more. He's very faithful in the church. Okay, He got married with one of the, the, uh, the young lady from our church, uh, a young lady that, was, that accepted the Lord in the subway. Someone from our group shared the gospel, and she accepted the Lord in the subway, just there, praying to accept Jesus. So she grew up in our church, and they got married Okay, in our church. So uh, long, short story. I know it's a lot. But I told him, you go for it. He applied, and he got into the 10 people. And from those, from 120 to 10, that was exciting. He came to me and he said, no, you know, they are only going to hire five people. <laughs> so I said to him, are you blind, man? Are you blind? <laughs> Don't you see the Lord is giving you this opportunity? And uh, I said to him, you'll be one of the first two or three. Here's what is very impacting for me. I don't know how this sounds for you, but it's a very inspirational story, okay? For myself, at least. I'm just sharing, okay? So he got into the first five, and he was called the number one getting in. N number two, number two going in with this company that is paying really good money. And, and because he's, he's a solid Christian now, he gives to missions, he's very faithful in church, he supports the church, He's involved, they travel, they go to mission trips, and that's, 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 just, that, that's just amazing. The last thing I want to say, do you want to know what the owner of the company told him? You want to know? Okay. The same thing I told him again and again and again. What did I tell him? You're extremely smart, extremely intelligent. Okay. He, he's so patient about, you know, uh, administrate, you know, administrating. He's managing. He's so, uh, so smart, so intelligent about managing things, you know, organizing, you know. He, he could stay all day long, and he goes home very happy. Being in his office 12, 14 hours, 15 hours. If you have me in my office 10 hours, you got to call 911. 
Because, because I'm the guy who's going to the office to study, to make some phone calls, write some emails, and then I'm out. <laughs> I'm going out with people every week, every day if possible. But that's the power of believing God. Okay, that's, that's just my point. I mean, he entrusted the word of the reconciliation. And now, Christy, he's a minister of God. And with his personality, he's very intro. But he lives happy and very dynamic in his way again, right? Enthusiasm for him, it would be like, yay, let's go. For me, enthusiasm is like, let's go, everybody, let's have a party. It's very different, right? I'm kind of loud, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anyone. But I respect him so much, and God is doing such a great work in his life, right? And he's going to come visit us uh, probably next, uh, this year. Maybe you, you want to meet him. Okay, it would be really nice. Number three. Not only he gave us the ministry of the reconciliation, he entrusted us the word of the reconciliation. You see, God's power is also in his word, is alive. His word is alive. And there are a lot of Bible verses talking about that. Okay? Uh, I just want to move ahead. He made us ambassadors of Christ. He made us ambassadors of Christ. Verse 20. Uh, and I'm in Romans. <laughs> okay, he made us ambassadors of Christ. Think about this. And I want to stay just a little more here. Uh, we are therefore Christ ambassadors. You are a child of God. You are a follower of Jesus Christ. And you have, you have the ministry of the reconciliation. And uh, now, the, God's word is, says that you are an ambassador. Now, let me ask you this. Do you believe you're an ambassador? Do you act as an ambassador? Let's just evaluate just a little bit what it's the duties or responsibilities of an ambassador. I, I wrote down just a couple things, okay? First... Uh, representation. He's representing a nation, a country. And when he's representing a country or a nation, he does that well, very noble, very in a powerful way, in a very responsible way, very elegant, very diplomat, very, you know, fancy. <laughs> uh, with a lot of confidence, with uh, a lot of trust, with like, you know, you got to come to my country, you got you, you to gotta visit, you know, we have this beautiful thing or that or this, you know. Uh, then policy. He has a set of principles and of actions. He works together with his government and, uh, and, uh, and he's important from the, in front of his government, okay? And he's uh, important uh, to the people and, 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 uh, and to his duties and responsibilities. And then he manages, uh, he ad administrates and uses resources, now, let me tell you this. In a better spiritual sense, that's who you are from God. It's just a matter of, I believe it or I live it. I, I just don't, okay? Um, we have some principles of action. And uh, our home is in heaven, okay? We represent God's kingdom, okay? Uh, even if, if you would think... You have no value or something like that. 
you're still, you are still an ambassador. And I'm an ambassador, but unfortunately some ambassadors, they just stay home and they don't, they don't choose to live as an ambassador. That's, that's just the way it is. We have a lot of quiet ambassadors. <laughs> they don't want to go to office. They don't want to represent God for real. Because, they, because the, in the world, the devil always kind of try to think about, uh, to make us think that we Christian, we're junk, we're, we don't have value. You know, it's like, Christians, ah, it's about those people, poor little people, you know, um, uh, uneducated. That's the, the, the worldwide concept is that we're, we're, we're not educated. That's, it's like, you know, them, crazy people, you know. But in a very spiritual sense, actually, we're better than everybody. Than everybody, they don't know, they don't know the Lord. <laughs> we're in Christ. Uh, if you read Ephesians, and you count, you're like, wow, we're blessed in, in, uh, in heaven. Uh, our position in Christ and all the spiritual blessings. It's just that sometimes we count our blessings, we want to touch our blessings, you know. That's the only difference. But when you start believe, believing God, wow, my life starts, starts to be, to change, you know. Uh, it's just, I, I become more uh, uh, aware of what God is doing. So, Remember, uh, Warren Wiersbe said this. Warren Wiersbe said this. Remember, your worth is founded in Jesus Christ. You have total value just because of Jesus. When I got the idea, I started to live different. So right now, I can talk with anyone, you know. From the government, that's not a problem. I'm also an ambassador. And I'll just go and talk. You're a great president. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, let me tell you something. I'm also, I'm, repre I'm, a, I'm representing the kingdom of God. Yeah, I'm, I'm Christ ambassador. And you know what they do, no, right? They laugh. It's like, hey, <laughs> what you're saying? You're, you're, what, are, you, are you okay? That's, that's how the most people react. But let me tell you this. When you let Jesus shine and give you that strength and humility, that's power. Jesus in us is power. It's power. Okay? Jesus in us can change the world. Do you believe it? We talk about Billy Graham, right? I have a picture here with me. You don't have it there, but I don't know if you see it. But he said one time, and I think you read it all over the internet during these days, but I'm going to say it again, okay? Billy Grant said, my home is in heaven, okay? I'm just traveling through this world. I'm just traveling through, the, through this world. Uh, why Billy Graham was so different, okay? Why? Because of the power of Christ expressed. Delivered. The power of Christ delivered. I mean, this guy, actually, he was simple. I was, during last week, I was listening to some of, of his messages. Don't be offended, but, I, but 
I couldn't even preach better than him. I mean it. He's, he was so simple. He was, he was illustrating. He was reading from God's word. He was kind of challenging the people to think about Jesus and to accept. He, was, he, will, he would always use the words, uh, you know, come to Lord Jesus. You know, um, uh, uh, he came to, to give you life and he died for you on the cross. He would always say, he died for you on the cross, for you and for you. And, and I'm like, he's very simple. He's not complicated. But what made him different? God's power, Christ's power delivered. It was, it was God talking to, through him, right? It was God talking through him. So, do you believe that we also, we, we, we can also be the same kind of people? Honestly, tell me, do you believe? If you don't, I promise I will pray for you. I'm not going to be, no, I just promise I'll pray for you. That's all. I'm, I'm not going to be offended. I, but you should. We should. I should because your worth is founded in Jesus Christ. When I learn that I have value, then I act not arrogant, okay? Not arrogant. It's, I'm not talking about this. I'm just talking about Confidence in who is Jesus. I, 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 um, I get up in the morning and I know who God is. And I know who Jesus is and what He can do. And, and if, if He wants, He can reach the world through me. You ask me, uh, you're, you're, you're a little crazy. Yes, I am. Okay? Yes, I am. He can use us as we've never imagined. Before, as we'd never imagined. That's what makes uh, the difference between I live for myself or I gave myself to God as a living sacrifice. I presented myself, my plans, my future, and everything. I just lay down to the Lord and I said, Lord, you do whatever you want. Here I am. And God is powerful. We are God's channels we are God's channels okay he got God is so great uh, people they talk about strategy methods how, how are we gonna do it do you know how many hours and how many organizations they sit and they pray about it and they think about it and they write books uh, you know they 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 plan things and 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 I believe we don't get it. We are the channels. We are God's voice. That's how it is. We are God's voice. And either I allow God to speak to, through me, or I keep it. And I'm a very happy worshiper on Sunday. I don't want to be just a happy worshiper on Sunday. I want to do something significant with my life. First of all, I'm thankful to God, so I'll never pay back, so I, I want to serve God, you know. I'm not saying some of you now, they have to be missionaries, they have to just give up work. I'm not saying that. You may consider that. <laughs> but I'm saying that each one of us, we can be very useful. Very useful. And you, you can impact your, your neighborhood, your community, 
just step up a little bit more in faith and believe God can do something special with you. Be an ambassador. An ambassador, he doesn't go just like, you know, um, I just want to share something with you. You know, I, um, Actually, I don't have uh, something else to do, so I'm just here to lose my time. An ambassador, he goes and, I'm going to give you an example, okay? It's like, hi. Hi. <laughs> my name is Soren. I'm so pleased to meet you. What's your name? I'm so pleased to meet you. Do you ever heard about Transylvania, Romania? Yes. From the movies, Dracula, things like that? <laughs> so I started to represent my country, okay? And I started to tell, excited about, you know, how's my country and how, and, and people, they, if, if I don't do it in a dynamic and enthusiastic, it's like people, why, why do I have to believe you? Or why do, who are you? And why, why should I, why should I believe you? Uh, why should I listen to you, okay? Um, what do you want? Every time you act like an ambassador, they would be very curious, I'm telling you. Because you're important. And believe me, I, I, I don't know how, but a lot of people, they believe I'm important. And I'm, and I'm not. <laughs> My family knows that I'm not. <laughs> The people close to me, they, they know that I'm not. <laughs> so I'm a nobody, but I'm somebody in Christ. That's so awesome. Okay, let's finish with this. Isaiah 12, uh, 4. Isaiah, Isaiah 12, verse 4. It says, In the day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call, call on his name, Make known among the nations what he is, has done. And proclaim that his name is exalted. Um, I'm not going to try to explain the context, the context in Isaiah and, and talk about, uh, you know, Israel. And, and that every time, you know, God will send a prophet to deal with them, to call them to real repentance. to you know. But I just want to say this. Sharing the gospel, it's, it's telling about God, what God did. Okay? It's telling the story of God. It's, talking, it's, just, it's just simply proclaim, okay, his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Okay, what he has done. He saved me, then I'll tell the story. Okay, uh, and I will proclaim his name. I will, I will let him shine in, in my life. You know, I, I, I will just tell the people what Jesus did. And I'll just share with confidence. Um, I consider myself already rejected by the people. I am already rejected. Right now I'm rejected by the most of the people. So I'm just looking for the yes. Because they already rejected Christ. This world already rejected Christ. There's no one that he looks for God for real. That's what the Bible says. That's why Jesus came, to die on the cross for each one of us. Because the world rejected Jesus. So, if we, we talk about gospel, we are rejected right now. <laughs> we, just wanna, we, just, we just need to believe God that the harvest is ready. We just need to believe God that the, power is, the gospel is powerful. We just need to believe the Holy Spirit that can, he, 
the Holy Spirit convinced the heart, convinced the people about the sin, about the God's judgment, and, and, and the Holy Spirit can change a heart. Evangelism is simply telling what God did. You know, share your faith, represent God. And what the Bible says in, in, um, in verse 20, even implore, even asking, even, even if I have to look, I have brothers, one of my brothers, he's not saved yet, and I have to go and just sit and just say, and just say, and just say, Marius, just consider, just please come to God. This is, this is so important. This, I want to share with you the gospel. You know, I grew up in a very depressing home, and um, I was, I was uh, nine, ten years old, and I was stealing money from my dad and from my mom, uh, like um, a paycheck of a month. <laughs> And I was just going out two or three days with the little guys, friends, and um, and uh, you know, long 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 story short, I lied about. I was coming back home, and I was saying it was my little brother who did that. It wasn't me. And you know, he would pay the bill. And after many years, God saved me when I was almost 18 years old. And now I'm going back to my brother that sometimes in the past he suffered because I was a liar. I was a piece of junk. But God saved me and changed me and transformed me totally. Okay? I'm a new person. I don't feel guilty anymore. No, I don't feel guilty anymore. So now I have to prove my brother that I'm a new person. Okay? And uh, dealing with our families, well, relative or families they don't know the lord it's the hardest thing to do we we would rather go to mexico we would rather go to to africa first and love all those people and have great passion for them but i don't have passion for my own brother and I, and i don't have passion for relative they live close by or that's confusing for me that's confusing so i choose to do the first thing first. You know, serving in Jerusalem. And do it with passion. And reach my brother. And reach my relative. And go to my friends. Okay? Doing that, now I'm ready to go anywhere. And God is, has empowered me to go anywhere. And to talk to anybody. Because I already did what, what was extremely impossible. My brother, it would look to my, into my face and he would like, I know you. <laughs> don't, dare, don't, don't you ever dare to say you're saved or something like that. I, I know you. But it's been 23 years, old, 20, 23 years since I was saved. And now my brother, he goes to church. My little brother. He's married. It's my little brother, but he's married. <laughs> he goes to church. He's not saved yes, yet, but he goes to church. He wants to kind of see, right? Okay, I want to I know. I want to just sit there and, okay, I want to listen. I, okay, you got my attention. Praise the Lord. Amen? I want to finish with this. I said last night that um, there are a lot of people like oversaved, okay, uh, so, to be yourself, to be natural, it's just 
you rely on God. You just believe God. You know, don't, don't, don't kind of copy others, even if they are inspiring you. So my only goal here is just to inspire you, just to motivate you, just, just to help, to be a help. That's all. Okay? I don't want you to be like me. Actually, I don't want you to be like me. I don't want you to be like me. I, I, I just challenge, I'm just challenging you to be yourself. So these people oversaved, at least in my country, you have a lot of people. They would change their voice. Okay, I'm going to just mention like what I said last night. It's like, um, so you go, you go to talk to someone and you say, uh, hi, how are you? I'm doing the will, the will of God. It's like, hey, hi, how are uh, 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 Wow, this is a beautiful day. No, God created everything. It's like, what is wrong with you? Talk normal. <laughs> Talk to me normal. It's like, and I said last night, uh, you know, it's like I'm, I talked to someone, you know, I lost, I lost my keys. And he's going to come and say, what do you need is the, the kingdom's keys. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm not driving a kingdom. I'm driving a Toyota. <laughs> so I need my keys. So my, my, my older brother, he preaches many times. And, um, but I'm not talking bad of my brother. We talk about this a lot. So we're having fun. I'm telling him, don't, he, he, has, he has that oversaved kind of going on, going in. So when we talk, it's one thing. When he goes to preach, he becomes a different person. And every time I talk to him, I say, come on, try to be you. Just talk as you talk, as we talk right now. But he would go and he would, let's get closer to the Lord right now. Let's open the word God, the, God, the, the, the God's word. It's like he's changing, you know, it's like, it's not the same guy I know. And uh, he's been changing pretty much. But you be yourself. You just be yourself. Don't make it sound too spiritual. No, it's not. The power, it's the Word of God. It's the Holy Spirit, okay? Uh, and it's just Christ delivering everything. You choose today who you want to be. A very comfortable Christian and happy, a, 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 a happy Sunday worshiper, or someone that wants to be part of it? Someone that acts, acts like an ambassador. You choose who, who you want to be. Let's pray. Father God, just help us to be thankful, first of all, for, your great, for the great sacrifice of, of your son, Jesus Christ. Oh, God, we, we love you. We're here because we have an open heart. We're here because we have a personal relationship with you. Lord, I just pray each one of us, we would uh, just let Christ shine through us and just build that uh, self-confidence, but, but not in an arrogant way, but in founded in Christ and say we're ambassadors. We, we got to have confidence. We just got to go and in a simple way, as Christi Tataru, I was sharing this history, or 
because we're trained and we, we know how to talk and we're very professional, Lord, just use each and one of us. Lord, I pray for this church. I pray for Pastor Nick. I pray for this church just to continue to be a light, just to continue to reach out to the community and be excited about it and, and just be excited about you, Lord. I praise you. Father God, bless this church and continue to um, equip, continue to strengthen every heart. And please provide and Lord, uh, encourage every heart. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much.